Welcome to another podcast where I, Samantha Eason, owner and licensee of Exclusively Managed in Brisbane, discuss property management and strategies for managing your investment property. This show will discuss the many factors that contribute to poor management of investments and what makes a successful investment thrive. We would love to hear from our local investors directly. If you have a scenario or situation you would like our assistance with, hit us up online. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Sam from Exclusively Managed and today I want to talk to you about my vacate process when it comes to the end of a tenancy's lease. So we've just come back from the long weekend um, with Easter and I had tenants vacate a property last week. They returned keys on Thursday and we then just set it off um, on the Easter break. I went away with the family and I had a really good break. But I, over the weekend, I knew that I had this vacate lingering over me. And while the tenants looked after the property perfectly during their tenancy, I know that there were a few things that I picked up a couple of weeks before they vacated during our pre-vacate inspection with the tenants and I was incredibly anxious. So I went out last night, so Monday, just to have a quick look at the property before I went out again Tuesday properly and did the vacate report and there were a few things that I picked up. So I want to talk to you today about what I do when it comes to the end of a tenancy and how I handle disputes or any situation that could arise and the other tenants could get frustrated with. So generally speaking, let's start at the very beginning. If you're going to have a tenant who's vacating, you touch base with the owner, let them know, get the advertising prepped and started, and you use those viewings to do a pre-vacate inspection. And that is where you can highlight any issues to the tenants before they vacate so you don't have any disruptions or anything come out of the woodwork after they have vacated. Um, It's not generally a normal practice to do. There are some agencies that do organize a pre-vacate inspection. Um, When I've had to do them previously, it's with your high-risk tenants, but I like to do them with every single tenant. So what we do from there is just touch base, put it in writing, attach as many photos as you can so you've got a documented timeline. And generally speaking, people will take a good response to it. I've never really had anyone arc up, um, but everyone's different, so who knows what I'll have in the future. From doing that initial vacate inspection before they before I attended today, it was mainly because I didn't want to have a big day tomorrow. I picked up some minor maintenance that the owner was responsible for at the pre-vacate inspection, so I had my handyman meet me out at the property today. I've already... By doing this pre-vacate inspection, I've saved myself so many hours of having to do an exit condition report worse or, you know, to a bigger standard than what I would have had to do. I've also organized the handyman already there, so he's able to do any tenant things that were missed and we're able to go and just get everything ready for the new tenants to move in this weekend. So from doing that pre-vacate inspection, it's actually provided me with more time and I'm able to get my day started a lot easier than having to go straight to a vacate on a Tuesday morning, fresh from a four-day weekend, 
and I'm able to better handle my time. So from there, I did my vacant inspection. I took the final water meter reading and I did what I had to do. Um, took my photos, showed the handyman around, picked up some other minor things that I needed done for the owner just to ensure that his property was to the best standard that it can be for the new tenants that are moving in this weekend. And on my way back to the office, I quickly called the tenant to let him know what I had found. We had a very good relationship during the tenancy, so he has decided to come back to the property tomorrow. I've come back to the office. I've quickly written up the exit condition report. I have photos of the whole property, not just the items that have been reflected as tenants or owners responsibility. And the reason why I do this is so that I've got a timeline of events in case something happens to the property from when the tenant comes back to rectify things or maybe even my tradesperson. So I've been in a situation before where I've had a trade damaged a tile in a property. He obviously dropped one of his tools on the tile and I was lucky enough to show that I had this evidence because the vacate inspection and report that I completed showed that this area had no damaged tile and that tradesperson had to pay for that rectification of the tile instead of putting blame onto the tenants. So it's incredibly important that when you are looking at a property manager, you do understand what their process is with a vacate inspection. It is the last point of contact and situation that you'll have with your tenants. And it's, it is important to ensure that those processes are followed. Um, all lights are checked, all appliances are checked, everything's clean and tidy. That is a very simple part of the vacate inspection. But ensuring that you have proper documentation, photos um, and evidence to say that this is exactly how the tenants handed over the property, you're doing the best thing that you can for your client. And that's probably what I aim to do with all of our vacates. We always contact our owners and let them know that, you know, their tenancy is coming to an end and their tenants are vacating. And we work through with the tenants with their best possible solutions and and accounts to maintain their tenancy history to the best and fullest advantage at all times. But it's not necessarily always that easy. And we can we can always have disputes within a tenancy. Um, there are always things that don't come up or aren't visible at routine inspections. And so when you're doing a vacate inspection, you need to have as many photos as you possibly can to ensure that you're doing the best thing for your client. Um, I've countless times gone through a vacate and there are things that, you know, wall damages that literally can take place while the tenant's moving out. And they may not have been brought up in that pre-vacate um, inspection with the tenants, but they're focused on at the vacate and that is what the vacate inspection is for it is to ensure that you are looking at the whole property not just the tenant's faults um, but also maintenance for the owner so you can get a fresh start on the new tenancy and there are so many agents that do not do this i um, am looking after a client whose tenants moved in at st uh, the later end of last year I think they moved in in November and the flooring all throughout their property is completely bubbled, stained and whatnot. 
The photos on the exit condition report from the agent showed that they're stained, but there's no mention of the floor bubbling, and it's pretty, pretty evident once you walk in. You can see the ripples. You don't have to look too hard. Um, but if that information was brought to that owner last year throughout, you know, at the end of that tenancy or even at those routines with their previous tenants, that owner would have been able to make a QBCC complaint. Whereas now we've lost that opportunity because it's outside of the timelines. And it's incredibly hard with different types of flooring and whatnot. But the situation could have been resolved or completely incinerated if they did the job properly to begin with. And that's on the trades as well as the property managers. So when you're doing a vacate report as a property manager, you have to look at the whole house. You have to have a look at the entry condition report, see how the tenants moved in. But if your property manager has high standards, the exact same thing would be left with the tenants. If someone moves into a very clean, sparkly, nice house, everything's working, everything's well-maintained, they're not going to have any issues with returning the property in the same standard. Yes, it is accurate to say that sometimes the bond cleaners that people hire aren't as good as what they should be, Um, but that comes down as well to the relationship that your tenants have with their property manager. So if they trust their property manager and their property manager has been able to resolve maintenance issues or concerns quickly and effectively, you will generally believe that those tenants will reach out to their property manager for their best recommended cleaners and they'll use them. Um, A lot of property managers that I'm aware of do not receive any money back from their cleaners. I don't, but there is for some reason this assumption that we do. And that's why tenants don't choose their property manager's recommended cleaners or maintenance repairers, or they try and resolve it themselves. It's always the mentality of, I can do it cheaper, I'll do it that way, but it doesn't necessarily work out the best. So I think from, if you're taking away anything from this short podcast episode today, it would be that you understand what exactly it is that your property manager does at the end of a tenancy. And I can guarantee if you ask for a copy of their exit condition report and you send it through to me, I'll be able to tell you things that they're missing. And that is where there is that big difference with a property manager and an investment specialist, because I have the responsibility to look at the whole investment, not just the tenancy. And it is my responsibility to ensure that our landlord is covered with any major issues. Thanks for listening. Let me know if you have any questions or if I've missed anything in today's podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening. My main focus is on growing our clients' investments, so our audio or style may be a bit choppy as I'm not a professional speaker, but I'm committed to being transparent with my communication with our clients, including you as our listener. Thanks for listening to Talking Property Management with Samantha Eason, and don't forget to visit us online at exclusivelymanaged.com.au.